Good morning, 88.9. My name is Sophie Prock, and today I'm joined by Daniela Melgar, Mercer Island High School's drama teacher. Good morning, Sophie. Thank you. Not only does she lead in an award-winning drama program, but also teaches English 12. However, this English 12 class this year is unique. So, Ms. Melgar, fill us in. What is the race literature class of Mercer Island High School? So, this is the second year that the class has run. We, the English department, um, had the idea um, to run a course like this, you know, about three years ago. And so we had to go through the whole course proposal, you know, pro uh, process, et cetera. And um, it got approved. So it ran last year for the first time. And then it's obviously running this year for the second time with doubled enrollment, which is awesome. Hopefully we can keep building on that. But the idea of the course is that we're reading uh, literature by diverse voices and marginalized voices. It's really important uh, when we read and we talk about race and gender and class and uh, ability and um, uh, sexual orientation and, you know, all the things, <laughs> religion, um, that when we're learning about those things and having those conversations that we're reading literature uh through that voice, through that lens, mm -hmm. right? It's it's a lived experience. So we want to we we're looking for the lived experience and reading a book, you know, that's that's written by a black woman and not written by a white man, speaking about the black woman's experience, right? And so um, the idea of bringing all those voices together and and having the conversations around race, um, starting there, you know, and and kind of the foundation of of the country and systemic racism, starting with that going from there to look at the different identities you know we have so many different voices we're reading this year and how their lives um m are impacted by their identity their racial identity or or you know other varied identities um and the intersectionality there and then also looking at representation you know what we see on film in tv and um in the books that we read and how those voices and those identities are portrayed and represented yeah yeah and i think you you said that we're looking at different pieces of literature through different lenses. And I think that's really cool. I just started learning about what a lens was last year in my junior year class. And even when we use those lenses, the only different lens that I really remember and um, not to, you know, put down junior year English, but I really just remember looking at literature with a feminist lens. Right. We didn't get to look at it through, you know, like a Marxist lens, like what, what we've been learning in, in race lit. Um, so I think that's really interesting that we finally have, um, a course like that to take at the high school. Yeah, it's very exciting. And it's, you know, it's, it's still new, uh, mm -hmm. and it's new for me. You know, I'm making adjustments this year from what I did last year. And I know that as I go through this year, I'll make more adjustments for next year. You know, it's very much still a new course, but, um, this year's class, I mean, last year's class was amazing and awesome. And this year's class is fantastic. Uh, and it's so, uh, inspiring and motivating to have, a class like this, but but more importantly, to have students who are who are, you know, driven to take this class and who are um, called to kind of move forward from whatever they take from this class. Right. Yeah, yeah I completely agree with you. Yeah. And and what makes this year's class um, course material wise and how you're teaching the class wise different from last year from your first year doing it? Good question. So most of the materials are the same um, as I. As I move through units. Um, I have, you know, kind of like my unit plans um, in my documents. I'll go through and make little notes, you know, like at the, we just started the graphic novel unit, right? Yes. And at the top of that unit, I put a little asterisk that said, note, we need, you know, 
five extra lessons for Persepolis because we went over last year what I had planned. Um, or, you know, maybe adding in more poetry, you know, as we move through each unit. Or, um, you know, last year we didn't get to Fences by August Wilson, which is a play. And I do think it's important. I mean, obviously I'm a drama teacher, so I love plays. But, like, you know, we you all read plays every year, you know, in one way or another, whether it's, you know, Shakespeare or uh, maybe The Crucible junior year. Um, so I'd hope to get to that. Hopefully we'll get to that this year. Um, last year we did an inquiry project second semester but it was fourth quarter and it's just it was a big project for yeah. fourth quarter seniors <laughs> <laughs> understandable so, <laughs> so I, i'm gonna actually just start it in january like when we start second semester so that you that the students just have way more time to be working on that and it's mm -hmm. stretched out over you know four months instead of two months yeah that yeah. totally makes sense yeah. <laughs> yeah so did you have any pushback or maybe like tension when you were trying to get this class approved or or people saying, oh, you know, I don't think that's important. We should focus on this instead. What, what did that look like? Um, you know, luckily there, there really was no pushback mm -hmm. on the course itself. I think, I think you, so when we, when people, when colleagues and, and teachers, you know, propose courses in the building, it has to be approved by the, the cabinet. Right. And, um, I think everyone in the cabinet was excited by this course, you know, and, and what it would mean for students. Um, and I haven't, and truly, I, you know, I haven't seen, there's one bit of pushback that I can talk about in a second. I have, but I haven't seen really pushback from parents and people in the community. Mm -hmm. You know, I wonder, you know, as the course continues to grow, like last year I had um, 17 students and then this year your period has 28 students, wow. um, although 42 people enrolled, you know, so hopefully like mm -hmm. if next year we get more than 42, we can have two periods of it. Right. Um, so. You know, you know, so so it's it's growing, and and I wonder as it grows, is that when you know, as more people are talking about the class and mm -hmm. students are talking about the class, um, you know, and sharing with other community members, will pushback uh, come at that point? But but I haven't seen anything. The only um, pushback last year was, you know, in in terms of the books that we're reading, many of them like Persepolis, Their Eyes Were Watching God, and Enrique's Journey had already been approved. Mm -hmm by like the course i can't remember what they're called a bit like the course materials yeah committee the instructional or whatever. materials that's yes yes i'm on that committee okay cool cool yeah. yeah um and one of the graphic novels you know so we proposed the best we could do fun home um and everything i never told you i think i'll have to propose fences this year um if i can get to it but fun home definitely got some pushback yes. I, i'm sure you remember mm -hmm. kind of the conversation and Really, um, I mean, of course, that's always disappointing when that happens, but, you know, it's graphic novels are different than regular novels and you have right. pictures to represent the words. And sometimes that is truly like no pun intended, but more graphic for, for the yes. reader and the viewer. And so the concern <laughs> behind that and the concern about kind of the heavy um, matter of the book. But that's what we do in English. I mean, it's rare that we read something that's like all upbeat all the time right, right. Um, we do have some books with happy endings but not all of them and um and so you know while i can um understand where that pushback came from i still believe that that book and the story that it's telling is incredibly important to young people mm -hmm. you know it's a coming of age it's a coming of age novel and 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 you know it's a true story and so you know students can relate to that whether what regardless of their sexuality but you know the idea of their relationship with parents and misunderstandings and miscommunications and you know so 
um, we still have it. So yeah. yeah. I remember when that book that book was brought up in the instructional materials committee meeting and there was a parent and I don't remember who it was, but he was saying that it wasn't he didn't want it to be approved because of the the graphic you know, it was a graphic novel and you're right, there's pictures in it. And he was saying, you know, maybe that's something we shouldn't be teaching our students quite yet. And I just remember thinking that's so interesting. Like, why wouldn't we want to do it if it's a real thing and it's happening in our society? I think high school age, especially as seniors who are choosing to take the race literature course and we're choosing not to give them this book and, you know, allow them to read these types of literature. I just thought it was interesting that he had pushback on that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think and the pushback truly, you know, is, is an image, you know, around sex. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to me. And I remember growing up, my mom, you know, I wasn't allowed to watch violent movies. And it's mm-hmm. not like she was like, yay, watch all the movies with sex. But like for her, she said, I don't want you watching violence because that's not natural. Right. Right. And and so thinking about students seeing this image, like it's not to me, it doesn't seem like that big a deal compared to the violence that they see in movies and video games and, mm-hmm. you know, TV or whatever else, right. you know, so. I completely agree. It's yeah. something that's present in our society. So why wouldn't we teach it in a way that is, you know, safe and with adults we trust, you know, you as the teacher. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so do you face any other difficulties teaching this course, like when you're in the classroom or something that you might not come across in a normal English 12 course? Yeah, I don't know if I mean, I feel like other teachers may experience this in some ways, but this course because of the nature of it is so constantly relevant, you know, like with the protests in Iran, Mm -hmm. right. It was like this perfect kind of intro into Persepolis. And I feel like there's just never enough time to do all the things and discuss all the things, especially when something is happening in our country that is reflected in what we're reading. And I want to pause and be like, let's focus on what's happening right now and then apply that to our reading. But it means, you know, kind of pushing things back and just run. It's always time. There's just never enough time. Yeah. 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 And what is your favorite part about teaching the course? Um, well, <laughs> that's a two parter. I mean, I just, I've always been social justice and equity, um, and, you know, conversations around race and gender and, and sexual orientation and gender identity and expression and religion, you know, um, it has always been kind of at the forefront of, of my mind and what I do. And it's, it's really important to me. Um, and, you know, I try to do that sometimes in the plays that we do not all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it would be too much if every single play was like, yes, we're going to change the world. Right. <laughs> um, but, but it's really important to me. So I love that I can, that I can explore that and, and explore that with students, you know, and I feel like it's going to, the texts will change as we move, you know, through time, as I find new, new texts and, mm-hmm. and readings and, and stories, et cetera. So that that's part of it. And then it's just the students are so cool. I mean, I, I will admit that when I saw, so I knew that 48 students had tried to enroll for the course and they didn't run two periods of it this year, just the one. So when I saw 28 students, I was like, I was worried because, I mean, I can handle 28 students, you know, that's, right. that's, that's not <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> but in the, because of the nature of the course, it, it at times feels like a college seminar in the, you know, with yeah. the very kind of at times heavy topics that we're mm-hmm. discussing and really like giving those topics and conversations the time and respect that they need. And so I was worried that, oh my gosh, what will that look like with 28 students? But your class is awesome. I mean, I feel like, you know, in general with, you know, exceptions here and there when people are distracted by other things in their lives that like everyone is present and mm-hmm. participating in the conversations and I'm um, really contributing to this really lovely um thoughtful classroom environment. Right. I totally agree with you. I think 
when we step into that classroom, it's, I honestly wouldn't even consider it an English class. I think it's, it's, you know, it's social justice. It's issues present in our society that us as high school students who will be the future of our society should be learning about. And I think it's, it's a really special environment. Yeah, it's great. And the middle school has a social justice class of Mm -hmm. some kind. Um, in fact, we partnered up at the end of last year, you know, so, so that's, Cool, too. Like, let's have that through line from middle school into high school, right? Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Okay, well, I mean, is there anything else you want to tell us? Why should students take this class? Anything else you want to plug? (laughs) Um, You know, hopefully, just kind of this whole segment will will encourage people to do Mm -hmm. that and talking to the students. I mean, please, if you're interested in taking this class, talk to any other students enrolled in it and they can talk to you about it. Um, But it's really a unique, special course that... um, is is going to help you grow and thrive in, in your kind of understanding of the world and the country. We really focus mostly on the United States, but some, you know, um, countries outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it'll it'll push you, I think, to be a better person. And and honestly, like one of the, the things I hear a lot is like, it's not an honors course. It's not an AP course. And my my response to that is, well, you can double up. I have had students double up. You can take an AP course and to see this on your college transcript, like the title of this course at this time in our lives, I think is just as important as an honors course yes. or an AP course. So, yes, yeah. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Well, I I agree. I think this class is so special and I'm really lucky that it's offered at the high school and that you're teaching it. So thank you again. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in 88.9. This has been Sophie and Miss Melgar talking about the new race literature course at Mercer Island High School. Tune in later for more music and conversation that spans generations. <laughs>